0: Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1 and there's great value for you at even that level. So please join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together and
1: thanks for being part of our stories.
0: I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dumbs and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god part, get it? Dice? Get your merchandise today.
1: Welcome back, initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live-play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. Having captured the recalcitrant former mayor, the Mystery Punchers headed to a veterinarian on the advice of Bobby Walkie. Adrian got a new shotgun called a narwhal. Red tried to sweet talk the vet, and just before surgery, Richter and Adrian ended up trapped in an Egyptian dreamscape with a giant worm in hot pursuit. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos.
2: Adrian you see a massive white worm uh, you can't see all of it but what you can see of it lit by flickering torches attached to these walls uh, covered in 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 drawings that like weirdly kind of make some sense to you uh, even though you don't know what they mean but like you get it pictures are better than words why don't why doesn't everyone do this this is dumb um, but uh, you can see this massive thing um, just kind of slithering through the, um, uh, through these, these pillars. Um, the pillars seem to extend uh, in every direction. Um, beyond the worm, um, you can see um, sort of a, a, a golden glow. Um, there seems to be kind of an altar or something set up uh, beyond it. Um, but otherwise, kind of in every direction around you are more
0: rows of these square columns or rectangular columns, rather. What do you do? Do I have the narwhal in my hand still?
2: Um, You do not. Or do I have the
0: knife? I think I try Uh, to see, like, narwhal knife. Uh, What do I got? Go
2: ahead and roll me a... Let's just go with a straight pow, please.
0: Uh, I will expend two luck to have a hard success. Um, so you reach into your
2: coat, um, and you pull, like you, you grab, um, the narwhal by the tail as you understand it and pull it out. And a, a full narwhal extends out of your, uh, your pocket. Um,
0: and, uh, I assume you try and shoot the worm. Um, I'm here. Richter's here. The worm, is it coming at us or is it just moving around? It's so it's at distance. These columns are close enough together that it has to kind of weed like weed its way
2: through. But yes, it is. It's currently coming like cutting across, but then it's starting to angle back around to come up towards the two of you. It is. It's clearly like tracking you.
0: Okay, then. Yeah, I would say like I'll show I'll basically I'll grab Richter with like a hand over a mouth kind of thing and point him at the worm uh, and then I'll bring the narwhal up and just be like, you got a clean Grandpa."
3: I don't. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to look over and see, do I, can I read the hieroglyphs? Um, Go ahead and roll me a mythos check, please. Oh, that's such a good roll. My mythos is low, but it might still work. Yeah. That is a hard success. Damn, I rolled so. a
2: five. Um, so uh, Richter has, has certainly thought about hieroglyphs, hieroglyphs a lot. You're not fluent in them. Um, and yet these ones seem to make a degree of sense to you. Um, and um, they, uh, they seem to refer to something called the Great Suggester. And um, this... Uh, yeah, it just seems to to warn of its of its uh, impenetrable influence and uh, of its many spawn.
0: So, Adrian, to keep the, the narwhal up and like basically, when the worm gets within functional range, he'll shoot. He's not going to try to long range shoot it because he's got that much sort of instinctual understanding. They'd be like, Grandpa, do we run into the dark or do we try to get to the altar, or whatever that's glowing up there?
3: Uh, We should get to the altar um, and we should do it quietly and quickly. Can you do both of those things, Adrian?
0: Well, you lead the way. And if I can't, I've got the narwhal.
3: Uh, So I'm going to start sneaking. And roll
0: stealth checks, please.
3: At a 77, that's still a regular success. (laughs) At
0: a 67... That is a fail so bad. I could use all of my luck and still not get there. My stealth is 20. Shit, man, mine's 80. So he sneaks ahead and so, I Richter, fall down. Uh, He's just a
3: ninja for some reason.
0: You, um, you kind of disappear into the
2: shadows, uh, moving kind of from um, pillar to pillar. Um, as you do, uh, you see more about kind of like um, how uh, these, uh, how the, the, the Suggestor um, can seemingly inhabit and poison your Ka and how it uh, mm. will will replace your very being um, and must be be purged uh, with fire. Um, you see all of this as you continue to slip from shadow to shadow. Uh, unfortunately, to your horror, you look back over your shoulder and notice that Adrian is not with you uh, because instead he's moving from pillar to pillar slowly and very deliberately saying, "Sneak."
3: Snake, like cronk with his sneaking theme from uh, Emperor's New Groove?
2: Yes, very much that. <laughs> um, and the worm seems to uh, be, be beginning to, to um, move towards him. Now, with the worm moving towards Adrian, uh, the way is clear <laughs> for you to make it to the altar, but I mean, it will mean leaving Adrian alone.
3: Uh, I will quickly run up to the altar.
2: Um, okay. So um, you begin to rush uh, up to the altar, and you can see that it is um, gold carved. Um, there is, You can see the worm represented sort of in the center, but it seems to be held up by a sort of um, carved pile of smaller worms. Um, that, uh, that are, are holding it aloft um, and uh, dangling from each of those smaller worms um, you see kind of a um, you know like the small Egyptian figurines uh, that they carved so very much if you took a you took a hieroglyphic character and turned it so that it was facing you it's, it's still the very like rigid arms and legs but you can see human figures seemingly hanging off Um, each of these worms uh, kind of uh, from the mouth, and their mouths seem to be over top of their heads. Um, At the base, um, you can see um, there are kind of four torches set up, and um, there uh, appears to be a modern briefcase, um, and inside that briefcase, um, you can see there are um, four fresh hearts.
3: Uh, I'll pick up a heart and hold it to one of the four torches. Are the torches lit? Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll pick up a heart and, and place it in the flame of one of the torches.
2: Um, the heart begins to burn and you hear the creature screech and it's like a sonic, like your very skull begins to, to vibrate as you hear this horrible horrible screeching. Meanwhile um, outside um, Red um, you and uh, Dr. Galliori are hunched over um, old man Richter, um, who is um, completely rigid uh, and trembling. Um, his whole body has broken out in a sweat. Um, and um, the doctor, uh, doctor with air quotes around hmm. him, um, turns to you and says, okay, well, this is a bit alarming. Um, there does, in fact, seem to be some sort of parasitic creature inside deep, deep inside his, his ear canal. Um, it may be attached to his brain?
4: Well, uh, regardless, we're going to have to get it out, so I ha- I'm going to have to trust you on this, doctor.
0: Ha! Um,
2: <laughs> and then he uh, just, like, takes one of the vials of cocaine and just, like, chugs it, and he says, uh, One for you, madam?
4: No, thank you. Or for stri- me. <laughs> okay.
2: Drinks the second one, shatters it, he's like, whew! Well, now I'm up for doctoring. Um, just need those to steady my hand. Now, uh, please, uh, can you hold these over the flame? Uh, and he hands you, uh, the tweezers. hmm So, um, you kind of hold the, uh, the tweezers over the flame, uh, and hand them back to him. He says, well, um, this is going to get unpleasant. You should really see it to your friend. Um, Adrian is, um, convulsing and, and shaking. His, his mouth is beginning to foam, um, and uh, you can actually see that his eyes seem to be moving in different directions very rapidly. Um, what do you do?
4: Uh, I'm going to roll him on his side uh, and try to hold him down. But like, this is so far out of my expertise that like, that's pretty much all I'm gonna do.
2: Okay, can you please roll me a? We'll say. First aid, please.
4: Come on. Uh, I got. Oh, okay. I, I forget what this means. I got a ten and a zero.
3: That's ten. That
4: is. Woo! Wow! Okay. Yeah. Great. Then I. Then that is. Uh. Oh, that's a hard success.
2: Great. Um, so, uh, a couple of your crew were, were into the harder stuff, so you've, you've seen people OD before, um, and, uh, you kind of know what to do, so despite Adrian, uh, being large, uh, you're able to kind of roll him over, um, what's, uh, what's something you've said to comfort him before? I know Red's not a nurturing type, but, like, what's, what's your kind of, like, <laughs> get your head in the game, soldier? I
4: mean, I'm not sentimental, I think it's just, I think it's just... Everything's going to be okay, Addie. Everything's going to be okay because I am here and I'm not going anywhere.
2: Um, behind you, uh, you just hear the doctor go, Oh, f- fucking what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and as you turn, um, you can see um, that he's got the red hot tweezers kind of like, just kind of in Richter's ear. And he seems to be pulling a worm out but the worm has extended long white tendrils so it's almost like there's like a web of tendrils attached to this worm um that are still kind of inside his um he says um okay so you know that drill i mentioned yes swap it for a saw in a hurry meanwhile back inside uh the uh the tomb um Adrian, uh, the worm is bearing down on you. Your stealth having failed, what do you do?
0: Um, Probably try to get as much of myself behind a pillar as possible, and then when it gets close, shoot it in the face. Okay. Go ahead and roll, please, a...
2: What will that be? That'll be... Shall I have firearms
0: rifle shotgun?
2: Yes, that that is... <laughs> I mean, you should technically be using firearms narwhal, but... Um... <laughs> I understand you maybe didn't read that source book.
1: Oh. It's
2: the Narwhal expansion.
3: Oh, 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 oh. Well, oh dear. well,
0: well, well, well. <laughs> is that a is that a fumble, buddy? Not, uh, I mean, not now. I'm going to use 31 luck uh, to make it a success.
4: <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh man!
4: Oh.
0: Um. So, uh,
2: Adrian, I think, I mean, you felt fear of, of having to go to sleep earlier, um, but this is a whole other, a whole other thing, and um, you, I think, have settled into just kind of survival mode, which is like, okay, I'm going to hide behind this thing that'll keep me somewhat safe, and then as soon as this thing gets close, I'm just going to shoot it as hard as I can. That's it. That's, that's the play. Um, so, you're ready. It, this is classic, like, um, fucking McConaughey jumping with the fire axe of the dragon's mouth and uh, Reign of Fire. Just, like, completely badass, but utterly pointless maneuver. Um, and, um, just as you step out, um, you hear, uh, a voice. And, uh, it just says... Aim up and to the left. Come on. We know angles. Um, And as you go to lower uh, the shotgun, uh, it's true. It'd be dumb to just kind of shoot it in the side. Um, So you raise it up and to the left um, and fire, and you blast a chunk of teeth and uh, mouth off. Uh, And as you do so, um, you see a blast of fire erupt from the side of the worm. Um, as uh, Richter holds the, the heart up to the, uh, up to the flame. And um, as you turn to see who, who gave you the advice, um, you see an incredibly well-dressed smart looking boy um, who's looking very, very pleased with himself. Um, and uh, he just kind of nods and says, "Ah, good shot. We should run."
0: <laughs> I think that's what Tracy would suggest, and she would be right. I'm going to listen to the spooky boy. uh, And I would like to run while trying to reload my narwhal. Great. Um, So, uh, Ryan, can
2: you roll me, please, a dex check for dip, duck, dip, dive, and dodging your way through these? uh... I have a success. Great. Um, So you start, like, just running, uh, like, sort of a wacky pattern uh, as best you can um and it's uh a little bit like oh fuck i can't believe i'm gonna use this analogy it's a bit like um how uh russell crow jor just shows up in um like wherever he runs he's just yep. kind of there standing there being like turn left um so spooky boy is there just being like constantly kind of guiding you in the right direction
3: um man a steel pull. what a day Well, not right now, but, you know.
2: Um, Richter, um, the uh, the heart burns up, and you, you definitely see the effect on the worm. It doesn't look like burning all these hearts will destroy it, but they do certainly seem to distract it. Um, you reach back down towards the case, that heart kind of having fallen to ash in your hands, um, and uh, you see a symbol... Um, um, sort of etched on the uh, the outside of the case uh, and it seems to be a uh, a very simple crown um, in kind of a uh, a very long triangle so like a triangle where the, the baseline is very very long and then just kind of a, a small bridge and then just almost a uh, like almost like a jughead crown like just like four yeah. Four points, very simple, um, inside an elongated triangle. Uh, it seems to be um, inlaid in the um, the briefcase lid.
3: Do I recognize this symbol at all?
2: You have not seen it before. But it does immediately make you think of the Entomb Die. It's not the Entomb Die, but it definitely makes you think of that.
3: Okay. Um, I'm going to grab two hearts this time, one in each hand, and hold them out over two separate torches.
2: Okay. Um, As they begin to burn, um, the worm does as well. Um, And then suddenly your vision blurs and you feel yourself get pulled, um, almost like someone's pulled a rope. Um, And uh, as you you get sort of pulled to the right, um, you actually kind of feel your body fall apart to some extent. Everything feels very light and weightless. And as you kind of look back... Um, you can see your torso and your arms and legs, and everything just seems to be almost floating um, apart as you're, you're pulled. Uh, can you roll me a sanity check, please?
3: Sanity, okay. Let's say fail.
4: Ooh,
2: Failure. All right, so... Um, Go ahead and lose uh, six points of sanity, please, as your brain struggles to um, reconcile the, the feeling of togetherness you have with the visual of your, your body seemingly being almost, um, not like ripped apart in a gory way, but um, disassembled as though you're like a video game sprite that's been broken apart. Um, uh, back outside... Um, Red, um, the worm, um, you can see, um, Richter's entire face pulling in, in agony, um, as, uh, as, uh, the doctor pulls this worm, um, and he just says, Cut it! You must cut it! Um, you look down, you see this thing, it's got all these tendrils. What do you do?
4: Uh, I'm going to help pull it because I feel like basic knowledge of worm anatomy is that worms can survive being cut into multiple pieces. Mm -hmm. So... You're
2: going to try and tear it out instead?
4: I'm real sorry, Richter. (laughs) I'm doing what I think is best here.
3: How dare you ignore this, quote, doctor... (laughs) And his orders.
4: Yeah, he's
0: on so much cocaine. How could he be wrong? He walked it by balances a the school. humors. He walked by a medical school that one time. <laughs> he has yeah. eaten his lunch near medical students several times. Risk Victor's um, life. He needs to prove himself to his father, who isn't here. Go ahead and
3: I look um, like his dad. So it doesn't matter if he kills me. He wins
2: anyway. Papa. Um, <laughs> Red, can you roll me a... I think we'll go sleight of hand.
4: Yes, I can. That's a success.
2: Cool. So where the Doctor is pulling from the end with tweez- like red-hot tweezers, um, you sort of gird your uh, gird yourself, you reach forward with your four-fingered hand and just wrap your fingers into the tendrils. Mm-hmm and rather than pulling, you just twist and spin, um, and a bunch of them snap, um, and, um, you can, you can feel, um, like a a, a, a sort of a clear liquid, kind of viscous liquid start to, to kind of roll through your fist. The thing is still attached, but you feel like you've got it about halfway out, uh, and it's starting to, like, squirm and, and writhe, um, Meanwhile, um, Richter, suddenly, like a spring, your body collapses, stacks back into itself, Um, and um, kind of grabbing your bearings, you just shove the the other heart into the fire. Um, uh, Adrian, um, uh, you reach um, a a dead end, and uh, you've had no luck reloading the narwhal. Um, But Spooky Boy is there, and he looks very proud of himself. And you see him adjust um, a, a thing on his finger. Um, and he says, don't worry, I ciphered the code out and it told me where this would be for you. And he points down and um, there is a, uh, a desiccated corpse, an ancient desiccated corpse, wearing um, sort of a, a light uh, tunic uh, with kind of a broken metal chest plate, but it has a giant-ass spear and an old kind of... Um, feathered shield
0: all right we're doing this then uh and i think he'll just like stow the that uh, he'll fucking toss the narwhal screw it just like go here. as you toss it it turns to sand okay uh <laughs> he says to like himself and spooky boy and he'll pick up the shield and the spear and just like dig the spear end kind of like under his heel into a, like one of the spaces between the stone and the floor and lean it forwards and just like brace himself to take a worm charge. Yep. Um,
2: so the, the worm is now straight up on fire. Like it is, it is kind of like just burning its way through. Um, and, um, uh, beside you, um, spooky boy kind of like hides behind your leg. Um, I just says, uh, honestly, I, I think this is a good plan. I think we did well. And then he he kind of hugs your leg and he's like,
0: I'm really glad you're here. I'm pretty scared. And I say, it's going to be okay, boss. You got good ideas. You just stay back there and let me do the big stuff.
2: All right. Great. We make a hell of a team. Oh, I mean, heck of a team. God, Tracy's wearing off on me. Uh, And then the worm is upon you. So, Ryan, what's your plan as the worm charges?
0: Um, I think he would hold position as much as he could, and then it's just at the very last second, try to ram it forward so he can get the most of the, the impact out the gate, and yeah, then yeah. he'd just be trying to stay on his feet. Because gotcha. if it doesn't back off, then it's just trying to hold as long as he can before it crushes him against the wall.
2: Cool. Can you roll me a brawl check, please? Ooh. That'll give is? you advantage for prepping. I like for that. bracing. I'm literally giving you something for bracing. This is
0: uh, that is an uh. extreme success.
2: Oh shit! Ooh! All nice. right. Well done. Um, so uh, the worm rushes you. You lower the spear. Um, what do you yell as you
0: you leap at it?
1: Back up
0: you friggin' worm. <laughs> uh, and I think that's it. He's, he's not very creative.
2: You know how it works though. You drive the spear, you kind of shield in front of you, um, drive the spear, uh, deep into the worm. Uh, it slams into you and you kind of hold the shield up against its mouth as you just like start stabbing deep into it. Um, but, um, weirdly you can feel it kind of twitching and trembling, um, as it, as it burns. Um, Go ahead and roll me a con check, please. Or a size check, actually. I will take size as well.
0: Uh, that is a success.
2: Cool. So this is literally one of those, like, classic, like, the spear is kind of holding its mouth up. Shield is holding the mouth up. Um, uh, spooky boy is just, like, punching the tongue ineffectively, but, you know, just trying. Um, but uh, you're actually holding the worm at bay uh, as it kind of burns around you. Um, Richter, the third heart burns up, um, and you can see um, the worm is slammed into a wall, um, but suddenly you begin to fade. Um, as you, you blink, each time you blink, you start to see uh, kind of a, a dingy stained roof um, as well as the, 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 the worm you're fighting um, and the, uh, the, the, the crypt of the um, Suggester. Um, here's a question. Do you... Follow, do you kind of follow the instinct to fall out of this or do you fight to stay in it?
3: I would fight to stay in it to help uh, help uh,
2: Addie. Gotcha. Go ahead and roll me, um, we'll go with the, think, education check, please.
3: Where's that number?
2: It's uh, edu, it's Shoot. at the top of your sheet.
3: Oh, up there. Oh, okay, yeah, this should hopefully be okay. Yeah, we're just going
2: for pure... Oh, yeah, we're in good shape. Can we build uh, it? Yes, we can. That's a hard success. All right, great. Um, so realizing that Adrian's still in danger, um, you you sort of shake it off,
3: uh, and you reach for the final heart. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab that final heart, and I'll say, um, uh, Hang in there, Addy, I'm almost done! And I'll grab that heart and thrust it into the fourth torch. Um. Great. So as you
2: do, um, the, uh, the fire begins to burn, burn the heart. You, you see the worm burn. Um, Addie, it's almost like a, a column of fire now, but it's not burning you. It seems to only be affecting the worm around you. Um, and Richter, as you're kind of holding the heart out in front of you in the flames, um, there's a, a glow from your palm. Um, and even through the back of your hand, through the bone, through the skin, you can see the Entombed Eye logo that's been seared into your hand. Um, and it begins to, to kind of glow and throb. Uh, and as it does, um, the statue behind you begins to glow and turn sort of red hot. Um, and as you burn the heart, the statue begins to melt. And as it does, the worm begins to melt. Um... And your hand burns, and it hurts, and you can feel it charring, you can smell your skin burning. And yet this eye just grows larger and larger and larger. Uh, And as it does so, the kind of fire and the light from the worm gets brighter and brighter and brighter until it's white hot. And when it finally, finally reaches just that level of being almost um, overwhelmingly bright... You think you see two perfectly black eyes open in the midst of it. And there's an after image of a human form. And you think you see it smile. And then suddenly you roll off a medical table onto the ground and throw up. Um, Adrian, you are face down in some sand. And around you is a big, dead worm. And as you, you kind of dust yourself off, you stand up and um, Spooky Boy reaches out his hand and just says, So nice to finally meet you.
0: Yeah, it's nice to meet me too. Uh, and I'll just reach up to like take his <laughs> hand and stand up.
2: Um, and as you do so, a brilliant white hand falls over both of your hands. Just says, I am glad you were able to meet as well. Um, and then you open your eyes to a dingy room, um, and you feel a, just sort of a, a tingle on your hand.
0: Okay, I look at my hand.
2: It's just your hand. Uh,
0: where, where am I? Uh, and then I'll look around.
2: Um, you see um, Red holding um, a worm in each hand um, and uh, the doctor is literally like swaying over with uh, a f- like a garbage can he's got fire in. He's like, okay. So my medical opinion is we burn the
0: fuckers. Hmm?
4: Yes, burn them right now.
0: Yeah, I learned from Grandpa Richard. They don't like fire.
4: Addy, you're okay.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty good, actually. I saw another bee, and then there was a light, and somebody said, I'm glad you two guys met. What? I think I met Jesus. <laughs> and
2: then the doctor knocks the worms into the fire, and... Um as uh, the three of you kind of sit around the the flames flickering from from the garbage can and, and lighting your, your faces, um, Richter, you still have um, the after image of a, of a human figure walking towards you, um, and you kind of look at your hand, and it's not bloody, but the logo is golden, and slowly it fades back to to the, the scarred flesh. Yeah. Um, and as you look at at Adrian, just kind of like smiling and nodding, you can see just the faintest outline disappear on his hand as well.
3: Huh. <laughs> um. I'll. Uh, I want to go over there and examine his hand, like like without even speaking to him, like grab his hand and like turn it over and look at it.
2: Looks fine now. There's no scar. There's there's no afterimage, and he didn't see
0: anything. I'll pat Richter on the shoulder and be like, Grandpa has saved us both from the worm. There's a giant worm going to eat us. He's a real hero."
2: After all, it turns out that in the end, old man Richter was the right man for the job.
1: This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan Plant on Twitter. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter. Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter. And Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan Laplante. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker. At Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice that's D U M B D U M B D I C E. All hail the mythos.
0: Dum Dums and Dice
1: has to give a special thank you to the
0: supreme beings of our Patreon at this time: Christian Menicola, Long Long, the half-blind prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob. Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
3: The Fable and Folly Network,
1: where fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? We need to leave. What are you doing? They can't tear out your soul anymore, stupid. Ominous Thrill, a new audio fiction anthology. I've done horrible things. Tell them what you did. I, I didn't do anything. To me. No! Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. No Banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge.
4: Don't
3: mind
0: if I sit here and watch the lights
1: go out, do you? The unexplained.
0: <laughs> We can't help her? Oh, I have a We're leaving.
3: No! I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs? No. I want to push you. I love you so fucking much.
1: Ominous Thrill. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere.
4: Flesh splits open.
1: Oh, yes. Thrill you later.